Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. Here's what we're digging on today. Came to my mind was Jafar from Aladdin, man. He was he was a dick. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. He's one cell of a guy. Everybody needs a hero. Could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? Uh, you're out of focus. I was thinking Frank and Weenie. Hello to all of our beautiful listeners. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig. Here are my good buds. I'm Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the other Chris. Hey, hey, hey. It's Dave. How's it going? It's Alex. Good to be back, fellas. Uh, so today for our movie review, we're going to talk about a Studio Ghibli movie called Porco Rosso. So I thought for a lightning round, we would do some of our favorite most underrated animated movies what do you guys got i've said it before and i'm gonna say it again you guys are gonna hate me the motherfucking treasure planet dude i knew it it was coming i knew you were gonna say that it's a great it's a great movie i don't blame you i'm just saying i'm trying to get it out there i'm trying to bring it back they say that that is a movie that disney should turn into a live action oh that would be and that would be dope really cool or a series too would be even cooler but mm-hmm. a, or anything live action would be cool for that. I'm going to have to go with uh, Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Nice, man. Classic. Classic childhood. Steve, what you got? Mm, I wasn't going to go the uh, Atlantis, the Lost Empire, but I'm going to change it to oh. a kind of half animation. I'm going to go Rockadoodle. Oh, Rockadoodle. Oh, Steve, I, w- I had that one on my mind too, man. For those who don't know what the hell that is. Which is me. And me. What? <laughs> You guys, you, that's the next movie we're watching. Can you refresh us on that? Oh, really? That was a uh, like half animation, uh, half real life. Uh, I don't really remember the story too well. But it was like was, the kid on a farm or something. And yeah, the and farm like was going flood. under. Yeah. And then yeah. they got to save like these these cartoon characters got to come and help save them or something. Rockadoodle's mm. character, he's like, um, uh, what do you have, Rooster? But he's kind of like, like Elvis, Elvis a little bit. It, yeah. yeah. It looks, I'm looking it up. Uh, it looks familiar, but I still. You might have seen it as a kid. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, definitely underrated for sure. All right. Well, Lannis the Lost Empire is dope too. So Yeah, that's also good a good one. selection. For myself, I'm going to throw out The Great Mouse Detective, dude. I love that movie. Nice. That's okay. a great one too. I was, I had another one in mind, but I'm going to go with Five O Goes West. Oh. oh. Yeah. Is that underrated? I don't know if it's I'm underrated it. yet. If, if not, it, I was but... going to say Fern Goli, and I was like, is that underrated? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, think I mean, I guess nowadays they would be, you know, but if you were a 90s kid, that yeah, was exactly. uh, hot fire. Do you Five Goes West? Once Chris yeah. said that, or once Fig said the mouse detective, I thought Five Goes Five West. Goes West, yeah. Nice. All great. Great selections, fellas. Uh, So on to Porco Rosso. So I chose this movie for this week. I grew up watching Studio Ghibli movies. The director, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, I really hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But he's like Disney to Japan, man. He's created so many just brilliant animated movies for Studio Ghibli. Um, So this one, Porco Rosso, I chose because I actually had never watched this movie. So I thought it's either this one or Princess Mononoke, which is a pretty famous uh, Studio Ghibli movie and just famous animated movie in general. But I thought let's go more, you know, I guess underrated Studio Ghibli movies. I was reading reviews on it and people were saying like, this is probably Hayao Miyazaki's most underrated movie. And I loved it. 
I loved it. It was uh, originally released in 1992. Porco Rosso was voiced by Michael Keaton for the English dub version. Those of you for who haven't seen the movie, uh, not to give any spoilers away, but Porco Rosso is a bounty hunter, fighter pilot who you know, is protecting this little small island in Italy from these uh, sky pirates. And then this hotshot American pilot comes into town and, you know, essentially wants to take over, you know, what Porco Rosso is doing because he's super famous. And then this American pilot, you know, wants to be famous as well. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, what you what you guys think? Thoughts on the movie? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good, man. Um, yes. I went in with zero expectations on it and I didn't know anything about studio uh ghibli or anything like that one thing i noticed right off the bat which i tried to look it up and i don't think they're correlated at all but uh it looked very similar to dragon ball to me animation wise um and that was a big i was a big dragon ball fan growing up i didn't think about that you're right like uh piccolo the mechanic he reminded me almost of uh master roshi a little bit yeah for sure um, another big thing right off the bat that I don't think we've addressed yet is this dude is a pig and he's the only hybrid person in the whole movie. Uh, yeah, I guess it's I found Italian that for red pig. Yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think? Like, why is he a pig? That's a good um, question. Yeah. I mean, they question. they kind of touch on it, but it's very, I guess, like a mystery of why he, it seems like he doesn't even know, but I think he thinks just because he was a selfish person, mm-hmm. he essentially just wanted to be in the war to be a hotshot pilot, didn't want to like help any of his other crew. Um, so maybe he was cursed to be a pig. That's my thoughts. Or I think they touched a little bit on that within the movie. Uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was a good movie, but uh, Dave, last episode you told me you wouldn't expect me to judge a movie by its poster but mm-hmm. this is one i did exactly that because uh, <laughs> he's he's a pretty ugly pig yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i think voiced that, by michael keaton of course yeah michael keaton or uh, dubbed by michael well, that's keaton. that's the funny thing about that is i went on the amazon fire stick at first because i'm a little immobilized at the moment and i didn't i only have hbo max upstairs and not downstairs and i was like oh i found it and i was watching it and i was it was dubbed and i was like this is fine but then i just wanted to look up about the movie and the first thing i saw was michael keaton was supposed to be voicing porco so i was like (laughs) i am not watching the right version right now at all (laughs) yeah i went into it kind of the same looking at like pictures of it and seeing the pig man as the pilot and reading the synopsis and was kind of like man this is gonna be a bit whack and then uh, I really enjoyed it, man. It was amazing. I've seen some of his works before and, and, and liked them too. Sometimes not always the subject matter, but their animation is beautiful. Like there's nothing you could ever say wrong about it. Just watching it is, is really dope. And I have to agree with David that 90s like Dragon Ball anime feel is really cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, I thought it was great, but also I, I felt myself not fully being engaged by it. But the more I think after watching it, I started to think back about all of it and like research more into it. And and I mean, it was awesome. I felt I felt weird that they maybe didn't sexualize but they made this little girl like 16 or 17 or something like have this weird love attraction with this old ugly pig man. And it was kind of like, okay, this is kind of weird. Maybe not. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't engage. To touch on that too, but just the very opening scene with the little girls. And I I was like, Oh, that's a little weird. Like they wanted to be kidnapped by the pirates. And they were all like super young. I was like, they were very like like, nine year old girls. I don't know. It was like, like, yeah, it was like, unfortunately I think that's like a thing. 
and Japanese animation like, and manga <laughs> and stuff. I mean, I don't know if Steve can confirm that more or not at all, were, but it's an older nice one now too. Definitely it's an older film. Pervy old men and young looking women are, are very much pervasive. That was that another shit. like Dragon Ball thing too. I instantly thought of Master Yoshi or Roshi, I, dude. <laughs> I totally was waiting for like you know, in uh, like Dragon Ball animes or just animes in general, like when they are being like super dirty old man, they get like nosebleeds. Like, like, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, that didn't happen. They kept it a little bit classier. But yeah, I think the little girls thought it was a game. And to be rescued by Porco Rosso was like, like, you're cool. Like, you're famous. Like, I got rescued by Porco Rosso. Yeah. And then to touch on what you're saying, Chris, I actually watched it again Um right before the pod and just the opening scenes of the animation was just so just like beautiful man you're like looking at it you're like oh my goodness it's like paintings his red plane in the sky and just how it was just soaring and stuff i was like man like just animation alone gravitated me towards this movie but yeah i would say overall i did enjoy the story um i did enjoy most of the characters in it some of it got a little bit cheesy with the american hotshot pilot i guess they were trying to make him seem really like he's american he's super arrogant and you know a cocky douche but i thought that played well against porco rosso and yeah i would say overall i did really enjoy this uh studio ghibli movie i thought uh i wrote down a line that i thought was pretty funny when he went to get his plane fixed and um we meet uh what's her name again piccolo's granddaughter who goes uh, accompanies him afterwards but she asks him is it because I'm too young or is it because I'm a woman? And he's like, actually, it's both. And then she's like, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did like how the rest of the crew to help fix his plane were women. And he was mm-hmm. just like, Are there any men? And like, like you said, Piccolo, the you know, the guy who's he's like, Hey, trust me, these ladies know what they're doing. And yeah, I just thought that was a good tie-in to the movie. Mm-hmm. So why does everybody think, I thought that Porco Rosso was cursed in a sense, and they never explained why he became a pig, but that people say that, or he thought that he actually died um, and became cursed or something in that scene, you know, when he was floating with the other guys in the clouds, that was like symbolic in a way, but didn't know. I think it's almost like how Fig was talking. That's how I almost took it too. And even from that visual, I almost felt like it was like they were going to heaven essentially and leaving him behind for maybe him being selfish and almost being piggish in real Mm -hmm. life and i almost felt like he brought it upon himself and almost like made turn himself into the pig but they don't fully like you said 100 just tell you what happened yeah it seemed like something along those lines because then he just kind of isolated himself i mean his hideout or his home was super sick he had to go underneath the little cave to get into this opened up area where it's essentially his own private beach. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It seemed like he survived the war and stuff where a lot of his friends didn't. And he did a lot of selfish shit and felt like he was a pig, really. So he, he cursed himself. But do you guys think at the end of the movie when Curtis is asking to see his face and he's leaving after somewhat redeeming himself, do you think he's still a pig or is he human again? Mm. And is that symbolic yeah. as to how he sees himself and how other people see him? You know, that's what I was wondering, too. I think that's kind of a, a problem that people had with it is just it doesn't resolve the, the ending. But I, I wonder the same thing when he says, let me see your face. Like, I maybe he turned into a human again. I don't know. Yeah, like when he did with uh, the girl at that one moment, too, and she thought she was kind of losing it. But um, 
Yeah, she sees yeah, him in the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that probably was one of my, I mean, overall, I liked it, like I said, but like the ending didn't really leave me satisfied. A lot of people, you know, I'm reading reviews like, oh, I, I like that it was kind of open-ended, left it up to your imagination of what you thought, how it ended. But to, my, to me, I'm more of a person, I'm like, I want <laughs> like concrete, solid, like this is how it ended. Like, sure, I'll use my imagination to kind of think of what, you know, might have occurred after. But still, I, I wish there was a little bit more clarity to, you know, the ending of the story. Not on the same level, just a little quick thing, but uh, almost like Inception-esque, you know, with the spinning thimble at the end of the movie. Yeah, I like the ambiguity oh, yeah. of it. And that ending too, like where you just have to be guessing. Top. Like his little yeah, spinning top. Yeah, his From top. Assumption. Or, or, or yeah, not a thimble, sorry. It's totally <laughs> not a thimble. <laughs> St. Peter Pan, dude. It's a kiss. <laughs> it's like his token to see if he's still uh, in a dream or reality and wobbles, but you never, never fucking know. Right, right. You guys have any other uh, nitpicks? Any other little problems? I don't have movie? a nitpick per se, but one thing I thought was kind of funny you know, at the end when they're having the dogfight competition and the main pirate, not the main pirate, but the pirate who's like leading the show, the guy with the beard, he's like really big. I was like, dude, when was this made? Like 92? I was like, this was like prime time Macho Man Randy Savage. And I felt like they should have gotten him <laughs> to voice him. Hey, brother. And, looked it up, and then I looked it up and Brad Garrett voiced that. Yeah. Game. Oh, well. I knew that immediately. I was like, Honey, I was watching it with uh, with Melissa, my fiance. I was like, I think that's the brother <laughs> from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> but it took me a while to figure out it was Michael Keaton. And she's like, who's the main, you know, who's Porco Rosso? Who voices him? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it's probably somebody famous. Usually Studio Ghibli movies get a pretty well-known American actor for the dub versions. And I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, it's Michael Keaton. So that was a pretty good surprise. The uh, pilot or the American pilot, not a well-known, not, well, Probably very well known, but he was in, I think, Princess Bride, or he was in also... uh, Barry Elways? Yeah. Yeah. But I have the opposite of a gripe, along with the smooth as butter animation. The fucking Italian soundtrack was banging. (laughs) Thoroughly enjoyed it. When a Japanese movie in Italy, yeah. When um, Porco Rosso, uh, kind of his love interest, she's Mm -hmm. seeking out the bar and his plane's flying. And I was just like, man, this is just going along with, you know, him riding through the sky. I'm like, this is just magnificent, man. Yeah. Like you said, the the soundtrack was really good. I was waiting for him to drop the cliche line, when pigs fly, but that never happened. I was kind (laughs) of pleasantly surprised that it didn't. Yeah, he was like a stud, dude. Just... Mm -hmm ugly pig guy honestly the first line uh, that i wrote down was uh i thought it was hilarious that he was super suave and cool but he was a fucking pig <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't know we we're supposed uh, to be taking notes damn it i just do it yeah I, that's I good a problem that's i wrote, good. I wrote down notes too you guys yeah, are same. you guys are smart i have just, just one mental notes i have just one gripe uh, I wrote down mustaches. Uh, all these <laughs> characters' mustaches is kind of like a crossover of Dr. Robotnik and like Wooly Willy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Very totally Those Italian aviator mustaches, man. <laughs> it was uh, it was cool. I definitely thought when I started it, I was like, Fig, man, I don't know, dude. Like the concept is weird, but the way we talk about it and hopefully the listeners out there are intrigued enough to kind of watch this because it was weird, but beautiful and creepy in every way. 
Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I was thought it was going to suck, and it was awesome. I know. I was going back and forth. I was uh, talking with Steve. I knew for a fact I wanted to do a Studio Ghibli movie. And I was like, man, a Castle in the Sky is another one of my favorites. Um, of course, Spirited Away. But I was like, eh, that's kind of too... Howl's Moving Castle is dead. Howl's Moving Castle is really good. There's a lot. Like HBO are, Max has a lot of movies? Studio Ghibli movies. So. Are Studio Ghibli movies, are they all like in the same universe? Like do these characters all exist in the same universe? Mm. I don't I don't think so, but I also don't know that for a fact. I think the they're one offs. Yeah, I would definitely look into more of them. That was the first one I ever watched. I and know I like people it. want a sequel just from looking it up, but I feel like any movie that somebody wants or or maybe leaves it a little open ended, do you want a sequel or is it best to just say there there's no sequel needed at all? I don't think they I can like afford the Michael Keaton yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say leave leave it as is, make some more uh Studio Ghibli movies and uh don't touch Porco Rosso. <laughs> And I got a question. Uh, if if we lived in that world where seaplanes are kind of like the thing, the 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 in, would you guys fly these seaplanes? Like for me, uh, if I know I probably can land that, I probably take it like nose first, five hundred miles an hour into into the the sea. So I think I just use it as as a boat. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah. whole time. I never leave the surface. So what would you guys do? I'd uh, find Michael Keaton's secret cave and use a boat and just chill like he did, man. What the bat cave? <laughs> yeah. The, the pork <laughs> the porco cave. Oh, Porco Rosso. <laughs> Didn't he go through some canyon and it opened up to this like Peter Pan magical hidden oasis? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was like his uh hideout. I definitely, if I could have the means to figure out how to fly, I would love to fly. Just because the freedom he had when the pirate the sky pirates were like, Porco Rosso, we're coming after you. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to Milan. Food is great. The women are pretty. Why not? So I'm like, yeah, dude, if I could just get in a plane and travel to different parts of the world, I would uh 100 do that. It gave me um some tailspin vibes a little bit with the plane. Being able to land on the water and stuff. If you're asking if I'm going to be a sky pirate, my answer is hell yes. (laughs) Always. Get a crew. We're going to run heists. Fucking sail the high seas, man. It's going to be dope. Just stay away on the other end of the world from Porco Rosso. I'm going to be like the evil Porco Rosso. I'm going to be the sky pirate version, like Curtis, but cooler. (laughs) Treasure planet, dude. There you go. But in the fucking, you know, Bahamas. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's a cartoon. (laughs) But it was very, you know, like there was a scene where the chick's like uh, sitting on the sitting on the plane <laughs> as they're flying and she's just like chilling. Like, I love cartoons <laughs> for that reason. Like, it's so unrealistic at times. But you know that is the case because I feel like cartoons immediately are like, it's animated. There's no laws of physics or reality here. We can do whatever we want. How old was she too? And she was like being put up as a bride. The guy's like, I want to marry her. That <laughs> 11-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> She was like old. 16, maybe oh, okay. 17. Yeah, that I, makes a I think. sense. I mean, it also took place in the 1930s, which the world was very different. Oh, yeah, back completely. Then. I like how they were communicating with, uh, like, what do you call that? They had like a little light, like Morse code. Uh, or, yeah, Morse code, I think. That's what I took it for. That was cool. I liked how they were talking as they were doing it. Like, you could really, don't they do that? Like, I've seen that in pirate movies or even planes. I'm sure they, planes have done that. It's just a simple like Morse code, but with a flash. Mm-hmm. Like you uh, put your hand over a light and you can. Yeah, you know, sure Morse back code. in the day they did all the time. Nowadays you just use you know radio communication. Mm-hmm. But going off what you said, Alex, I do love that uh, within animation you can do stuff that's not natural at all. And it looks natural and cool like 
giant space battles or pirate planes flying over the ocean, shit like that. Whereas if you try to do it in live action, it looks so ungodly cheesy. You could never pull it off. Right. That's one thing that draws me to animation a lot. Oh, yeah. Go anywhere and do anything and it looks really cool. You can get immersed in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we get it. You like Treasure Island. (laughs) Or no, Treasure Treasure, Planet. (laughs) Treasure Island. All animation, man, okay? (laughs) Steve, uh, would you be a pirate or would you be a Porco Rosso? You could be a gunner on my plane, dude. Bounty hunter (laughs) or sky pirate? Uh, Yeah, good question. I'd want to be a pirate if I could have this crew. This crew here. Okay. But we could be a, a bounty hunter crew. I'm in. It's just it. yeah. like the pirates lost a lot unless they banded together. I don't know. That's not They true. weren't us, man. Yeah. yeah. The pirates weren't the best, but I think if we were a crew, then I would definitely be pirate over the bounty hunter because we could take the bounty hunter down. He's like, we're getting a crew together. We're going to be <laughs> flight pirates. Who would you guys trust to be the person flying the train uh, plane out of all of us? <laughs> I mean, one of us has um, to get some some type of formal training before. I mean, I think he just plane. said he would nosedive into the water. So he's, <laughs> he's out. out. That. <laughs> um, I'd be like, all right, guys, I watched Top Gun a few times. I think I can handle this. I would volunteer probably fig or chris to be honest i think chris would have it man i probably my vote would have been chris too as well i'm honored i can see he's one of the craftier ones here maybe al al could handle it too i wouldn't trust myself flying a plane so i would not put your lives in danger you were not my first vote dave i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> you might have been below steve who would take care of the uh, yeah i put myself code. below steve dude. <laughs> what were you gonna ask alex I said, who would be the Morse code person? Who would take that job? I think Steve would be good at that. You're very uh, (laughs) technical. I feel like you always just kind of like, like figure out things quickly, you know? So I think Steve would be the, be that guy for that. I would love to be a gunner and then also like work on the planes too. I think that'd be awesome. I'll just make you guys meals too, if you want. <laughs> I'd take, I'll, I'll just be wild card, dude. I'll just do crazy shit all like, the time. Like, every, every crew needs a wild card. It's like, uh, no, no, Dave, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Alex was just through the whole battle. Alex can be in like the back of the tail playing the violin, just serenading us as we're going into battle. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> there we go. I'd be like, Steve, hurry up, tell them in Morris code that I just Porco Rosso'd their mothers last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, they're, they're wild card. <laughs> Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Porco. <laughs> Dave's just uh, like calling Porco, huh? <laughs> Steve's like, like, fuck, I fucked up, man. I'm still learning. I said dads instead of moms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, that's fine. <laughs> they get the message. All right, fellas. So that was uh, Porco Rosso. Steve, do you want to talk about what movie we are going to review for the next pod? Yeah, there's a uh, there's a movie I came across on Netflix. I, I honestly had no idea about it. But it uh, looked really intriguing, and I just finished watching it, and I, I stand by this pick. But it's a movie called The Current War, and that is about uh, basically Thomas Edison and Westinghouse and Tesla and kind of the race to power America. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, you sent me the trailer, man. It looks it looks great, man. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, a lot of big-name actors. Looks like it'll be a good one. All right, I'd dig it. Sweet. <laughs> All yeah, right. it's a really good movie. You guys will like that. Check it out. Cool. All right, fellas, I think it's time to go into One Has to Go. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit. Because one has to go. 
So I'm going to pose this question. If you could live in any animated world, what would you choose? For me, I think I'm going to go with how to train your dragon, man. I think that'd be super cool to be able to train your own dragon and just be able to ride them, fight in wars, <laughs> live in a cool little village. So how to train your dragon would be mine. What about you, Alex? Um, okay. I think that's cool. I was going to say the Flintstones, man. Oh, okay. I, uh, I think that is uh, prehistoric maybe, but the idea of like living in harmony with these dinosaurs, um, was pretty dope. Having a dinosaur be your garbage disposal and just eat the food <laughs> when you put it down the sink. Dude, Getting yeah. a huge fucking ribeye that knocks over your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. For that's sure. Having Dino as your pet. Would be super awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw a doubt to uh, Steve. Uh, both those are good choices. I also considered uh, How to Train Your Dragon. But I'm going to go Wreck-It Ralph. I think it would oh. be cool to kick it with all these these video game guys. Damn, that's a good one. That's cool. For, sh- for sure. Uh, my answer is really dependent on, like, do I get powers in my world I go to? Because I don't want to go and just be a normal human and get killed. I'd say, but- yeah. <laughs> I'd say in your world, you can be whatever you want to be. All right. Hell yeah. I'm going to go in the One Piece world from the manga and anime. It's like pirates, ocean, island world. You can eat these crazy fruits and get all sorts of crazy powers. So I want to go sailing around the seas with my crew and be doing that. Nice. Very cool. intrigued. Yeah, definitely. What you got, Dave? Um, For me, I would say uh, Rick and Morty, which might be cliche, but to have a portal gun, if you were able to, I know only he has that on the show, but just all those different worlds and different planets and stuff like that I think would be pretty cool to see yeah. you could do whatever you want so you could just be Rick man you yeah, yeah. Gun. <laughs> invent your own portal gun that'd be super cool oh man you guys all pick really good ones all right which one would we vote off the island fellas for me I'm gonna jump out and just say probably Flintstones sorry mm. Al but just because it's prehistoric and there's there's like nothing besides yeah. dinosaurs being the technology <laughs> they're like chiseling uh riding with a hammer into into paper yeah. paper rocks I agree hey this I'm gonna say that I would I, I'm torn between Dave or Chris um but I would say I love Rick and Morty but it's just too dangerous like Rick is Rick Rick's died more times than I can count <laughs> because there's so many many of them so if i could like guarantee uh safety somehow i'm down but i can't so he's gotta go (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go rick and morty as well uh because we would be in that world but doesn't mean we would be in that family yeah that's true yeah i guess chris had posed that question like what would you want to be in that world so i guess like we were saying like you could have your portal gun and and be in that family or be part of their crew. So, yeah. You'd be squanchy, dude. Squanchy. Squanchy. <laughs> I would want a portal gun, though, and you could just go anywhere. I mean, you could probably hide if you really wanted to. Sounds like I'm going to get shit for this, but for me, it would be How to Train Your Dragon because I've never seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> you could I've never it, seen any of them. But you, you, you can get it. You train your dragons, man. Having you to ride a dragon, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's pretty self-explanatory. Kind of similar to the movie I do Dragon like Heart, dragons. in a sense. Yeah, for sure, man. I all Should these I watch world- that movie. Yeah, dude. All all <laughs> of the, that whole trilogy of movies is really good. So I, I've I never watched them either. Easy. I need to hop on that train. Go for me though. I mean, all these worlds are super cool, but. I'd probably also go Flintstones too as well. Just, it seems super cool, but all the other worlds, just a little bit more high tech. I think I would go 
more that route. So Flintstones for me. All right. I don't blame you guys. The more you guys, I mean, you all picked great options. I want to ride a dragon and be a pirate and have a portal gun. And All right, fellas, does anyone have another uh, one has to go for us? Yeah. Getting into the theme of animation, you got me thinking, what is everybody's or what would you choose as your favorite stop motion animation, movie, show, whatever? For me, uh, the first time I saw this movie, I instantly loved it. But I'm going to say Kubo and the Two Strings, man. Great movie. Very good. Underrated. I would say it's underrated for sure. Chris, what you got? Uh, for me, it's going to be the Wallace and Gromit series, man. Oh, classics, I man. Absolutely fucking love those movies. Still, I haven't seen them in a long time. I need to revisit them now that we're talking about it. But they're great. Yeah, love those movies for sure. Um, I was going to throw... Robot chicken out there. Nice. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a great one, too. Uh, I'm going to go with the classic. One of the first ones I probably watched, but Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Very good. Oh, very good. Have to watch that movie every year for Christmas. (laughs) Um, Chris uh, mentioned a dog being in one of them, and I thought you were going to say this one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. That was stop motion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was. Um. That one, for sure. Ooh, those are good ones. Yeah, a lot of good ones. Honorable mention to Chicken Run. Chicken Run. (laughs) That's what I thought of when you said Wallace and Gromit. (laughs) Oh, man, these uh, it's hard to get rid of one. What are you guys thinking? Can we say them one more time again? I forgot. Somebody's. Yeah, mine was uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Wallace and Gromit. Robot Chicken. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm going to have to go with uh, the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ooh. Not that it's not amazing, but if I had to watch everything on this list again, that would be the last thing I watched. For sure. For me, I love Robot Chicken, but I think the other ones are just a little bit more classic in my eyes. So sorry, Robot Chicken. I've honestly, I've never even heard of Kubo and the Two Strings. It sounds like I need to watch it, but I'm going to go with that just because I don't know it. And I love, I mean, I like all the other ones that have been mentioned. I I will agree with Dave. Well, I did say underrated. I think Kubo is, but all of the ones we kind of mentioned, I've just seen so much. I mean, Rudolph to me, that's classic, man. I love that. Old, but still holds up. Timeless, man. Timeless (laughs) for sure. What you thinking, Steve? Mm. I'm going to have to go. I watched Kubo. I finally watched Kubo, and that that was really beautiful animation and definitely underrated. Uh, So I'm going to have to go Robot Chicken. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. Robot Chicken is so good, though, man. Oh, amazing. Teenager, late night, Robot Chicken had me in tears, man. I loved it. (laughs) It was pretty hilarious, man. All, All of the it. Star Wars that they do on there too and stuff, man, yeah. is always pretty funny. Yeah. I remember a funny story about Robot Chicken Dude when I was back in high school or maybe like go, about to go into high school. I think I was recording Family Guy onto a VHS tape and um, I left it recording and Robot Chicken came on after it or something. And my oldest sister found that tape and it was like some stupid cutaway of like on robot chicken where it was like fuzzy. Remember how you could go like on basic cable, like the top channels would be like fuzzy. Was it like a porn? Yeah. Yeah, It was like a pizza pizza delivery one. Yeah. And my sister saw it and tried to tell like my mom that I had some like crazy porno. Dave's watching stop motion porn. (laughs) 
And my mom confronted me about it. And I had to show her the video and be like, this is on Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> They're clay animation, man. Come on. We won't name which sister. <laughs> but we all know. Yeah, but we yeah. all know. All right, good one, fellas. Uh, any other topics we can think of for One Has to Go? Yeah, would we want to, sticking to the animation theme, name our top villain? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Great. Um, I'll start it off by saying it's kind of a little bit of a twist because I think you kind of root for him in the end. But I want to say the Grinch from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, oh I didn't, classic, man. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, for sure. I will have to go with Scar, man. Oh, oh good one. Ooh. Dude, I mean, Lion King, just not only favorite, one of my favorite animated movies, but just favorite movies in general. And Scar, voiced by Jeremy Irons, man, classic. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go with my boy Megatron. Peter the Decepticons. Yeah. Badass. All Good around. One. Good one for sure. Mm-hmm. What you got, Steve? I'm going to go with uh, Mark Hamill's The Joker. Oh, <sighs> nice. Oh, damn. Yeah. For the longest time, I didn't know that was Mark Hamill until I was okay. like in high school. I was like, Mark Hamill voices The Joker? Yeah, I found yeah. it out later in life for sure. That was cool. All right, Alex, last but not least. Um, the first one that came to my mind was Jafar from Aladdin, man. He was he was a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or his uh, parrot. Was he Yago. His, his side villain? Iago. <laughs> they were like a, a combo bunch. <laughs> uh, so Jafar, you say Jafar? Jafar. All right. Well, well I'm going to jump it off by saying probably... Who'd you say, Steve? I forgot. Sorry. Joker. Oh, shit. Mm. All right. Dang, this is hard, guys. I'm going to say Scar, dude. Sorry. But it was between that and Jafar. And I kind of like Jafar's character a little bit more. (laughs) For shame. (laughs) What are you other guys thinking? No, I forgot what you said, Chris. Uh, I said Megatron. Megatron. Okay. What's your choice? I'm going to piggyback exactly off of Dave. It was a toss up between the two. But Jafar's a fucking evil wizard. And the other dude's just like a tiger. <laughs> He's a lion? He's a lion. Oh, sorry. You know, that's how memorable he was, obviously. <laughs> dude, he was an evil magician. That's right, dude. Um, I'll piggyback on that and not say Scar. Um, I'm going to say Megatron. I'm sorry. Wow, dude. I backed your evil wizard. I know, dude. Robot. I also felt like I couldn't. I just was going to keep saying the same thing, but. Yeah. Yeah, Megatron's dope, too. I don't know, man. Sorry. I got to stick with it, but these were all good. Megatron. Bad. Megatron is dope, but I think I would keep the rest over him. So I will also vote Megatron. Not regretting saying Scar anymore. (laughs) I, I was gonna say Scar because I, I legit like hated Scar, but that's what he's a villain. Yeah, yeah, true. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Megatron. <sighs> Megatron is a dope villain. I recently went to Universal Studios and rode the Transformers ride, and he definitely uh, made the ride so great. But sorry, Megatron. <laughs> saying in a straight up fight, he would win ten out of ten times. Oh, he would destroy <laughs> everybody. He would destroy all of these other villains on the list. Mean, dude. You guys made Maybe the wrong choice. Jafar, <laughs> I mean, Jafar's magic. He could stop him or something. Maybe. Jafar might have a chance. The rest of you guys are fucked. Yeah. If he was genie Jafar, then game over. Game over. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a great one. Has to go. 
gents, really hard sometimes and everybody has really good options. Sorry to Megatron, but um, let's uh, round this baby out to some musical animation, maybe Ooh. for uh, some two second tunes. Let's do it. Woo! Let's do it. All right. Two second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby. Go. Two second tunes. You only got one, two. All right, gentlemen. Go back to your childhood days. And uh, we're going to do some animation two second tunes. Oh, yeah. Maybe classic childhood cartoons. Probably they're all going to be Disney. Spoiler alert. But they're all going to be dubbed in Japanese. Oh. oh so okay. what a twist. This could be this could be very easy if you guys know the melodies, but I also found snippets where the melody isn't so obvious. We're gonna really test Steve's Japanese right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So yeah, we've got same rules, two second tunes, gonna play the song quick two seconds. Gotta guess it. And point for the movie, point for the title. And if you don't want to get crazy and tell me who was singing the song, the character in the movie. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. And if you got the composer or the conductor or anything else, then you win the game. <laughs> oh, show. All right. First round. Good luck. Toy Story? Toy Story. Nice. You got a friend of me? Friend of me? Oh, you got a friend in me. I think that was a... Dave might have snuck in there. I don't know. I think Dave snuck in with the title for sure. And okay, crept yeah. in the back door. Uh, yes. Toy Story. It says it's from Toy Story 4, but uh, <laughs> they're all Toy Story, right? I should go back and find the singer who did that. Steve, can you sing that for us, oh, please? Diamond, <laughs> Diamond, uh, Diamond UK. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> Love him. I would read the comments. I liked his early stuff. Most of them are in Japanese, so... <laughs> Toy Story, good job. Round two, point goes to Fig, point goes to Dave. And our next one is for the ladies. Let it go, Frozen. (laughs) Let it go, Frozen. I think Chris and Chris were like neck and neck on that. Each Um, get one. That's it, right? Yeah. Do you guys know who sang it? Elsa? Oh, or, oh, like. No, no, I was going to say the character. Uh, Michelle Yamaguchi. <laughs> I'm going to believe you guys on that one because I know it's Elsa and Anna, but uh, who's the, the ice princess? Is it Elsa? Elsa. For the record, I have little sisters, so I know that movie. <laughs> I don't watch it by myself. <laughs> I've never watched it. Same. I've never seen it. And random fact that they got the idea of Elsa from a famous porn star? Yeah, that's what I heard. What? Yeah, I've always heard that too. I um, never, never knew I, that. I don't know if that's, that's true. I heard of that's that's a little uh that's to entice the dads out there. Huh? <laughs> I said this one's for the ladies, but actually it's for the daddies. <laughs> Where are all the now daddies at? <laughs> but uh, nice job. I think Fig got the first and then Chris and Fig got one for the Who said Elsa? Chris and I said let it go, right? And then Dave said, I said fro- frozen. Oh, it's but- Oh, I snuck in the middle and said Frozen, but I said it like with you guys. It's all right. Everybody's getting one. We'll figure out points, so you know, next pod. Okay. Maybe pod this after, is too easy. Or never. <laughs> yeah. All right. Round three, gentlemen. And uh, here we go. 
Uh, be, be my guest. Be our guest. Ooh, toys, be in the I mean, <laughs> be in the beast. And uh, Luminous the, the, the castle ensemble. Luminous. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, oh, the, the slaves in the castle. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, Lumineer. Yeah, Lumiere or Lumiere. Um, <laughs> first of Lumineer. all, isn't that a band? That's who is the band? band. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the guy who is the clock. Is that his name? That's cl- what, what is his name? Clocksworth. Clogsworth. Cogsworth. Cogsworth. Uh, Fuck. Have we, so, have we seen Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like you guys said, it was not just him. It was like the entire uh, group of yeah the ensemble. Things. I'd almost give that to Steve. <laughs> somebody said, "Be our guest." It was because first somebody said, "Be my guest." It was "Be our guest." Technicalities, man. <laughs> I'll go back. I'll go back and put some dings on it or some buzzers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. uh, but yes, be our guest, Beauty and the Beast, and the enslaved people. The that, indentured servants. That uh, <laughs> turned into inanimate objects that were alive. <laughs> we got it. That was uh, round three. Nicely done. Uh, everybody got a point, I think. We're going to break it down to three more, maybe. Let's do it. Perfect. All right. Round four. Here we go. Akuna Matata. Lion King. Oh, nice. Pumba Timon. <laughs> point, point, point. There you go. Akuna Matata. Oh, got that quick, man. Yeah, there's no Japanese. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's it going to say Matata? here? Akuna <laughs> yeah. Matata. Literally the whole song, they say Akuna Matata. So I was like, I got to find some part. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. Fig, Steve Fig. Um, sounds, sounds right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, damn. <laughs> All right. Good job, guys. That was round four, classic. We're going to break it down to another one. Round five. Are you ready? Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Uh, Ariel and Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Under the Sea, and it was Sebastian. And I had that one locked and loaded as an answer because I was like, he has to play under the sea. I was just waiting to hear it. (laughs) See, I knew, like, who cares if it's super easy? It's funny. It's funny just hearing you all shout out these Disney songs. It's still, too. it honestly is a little hard with uh, it being in Japanese, though, man. It's not so off the bat recognizable. Yeah, you can't no, you're right. right. I want to go back and listen to the whole Toy Story because it sounded pretty crisp. Under the Sea, uh, I believe Sebastian, yeah, little uh, lobster dude. He's just chilling with Ariel. Nicely done. That was round five. We're going to break it down last but not least. Prepare yourself. Money World. Aladdin, Aladdin. Aladdin. Nice. Jasmine. Jasmine. A whole new world. Aladdin. Uh, Jazz. Jasmine does not have that manly of a voice, guys. Come on. She <laughs> is in the song, though. Yeah, but who else could have sang it? Don't you dare close Aladdin your eyes. Aladdin and Jasmine. Aladdin. Oh, did you guys say Aladdin and Jasmine? Yeah. No, yeah. My bad. I thought you guys Somebody just said that. Jasmine. I was like. <laughs> and that one's so-so. <laughs> and, uh, that, that one is so-so. Yeah, so um, <laughs> nicely done, gentlemen. I heard everybody shout out something, I think, for that one. but We're uh, Disney freaks, man. Sounds like yeah. <laughs> We've all uh, been brainwashed. <laughs> Disney has touched our hearts <laughs> in so many ways that the language doesn't and, stop us. And our buttholes, man. <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney tingles your butthole. These old animators, man. They just... We could go back. All those had weird, creepy moments, too, but... Oh, yeah. So... Gentlemen, good job. Two-second tunes. Disney Japanese. That was a good round. 
I love that. I answer. definitely did not win that one this week. <laughs> I did terrible. That would be a, it'll be a tough edit. I think like, oh, because... Chris, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> he got some. He got. I got uh, him, yeah, I got a couple. Just fucking. Everybody I think got... me and Chris got around the same points on this one. Steven, uh, Fig jumped up ahead for sure. It's between you guys. We'll take it to the tapes. Yeah. So think of. Um, We'll think of some next round. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. So nice job, guys. Dude, that was fun. That was a good good idea. Yeah, definitely Six dig it. Two second tunes. You only got one, two. All right, guys. That was a great two second tunes. Uh, let's swing it on over into a movie mayhem game. All right, fellas, so to keep into the animated theme for this round of Movie Mayhem, we're going to do a tagline or a quote from an animated movie, and then us guys on the pod are going to try to guess it. So who would like to go first? I'll go first. Um, Mine's more of a slogan than a tagline, but you guys will probably get it quickly. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. Does it make it? Joe. Oh, right on, David. G.I. Joe. End of every episode, dude. The yes. guys little oh, lesson. Sh- oh, yeah. G.I. Yeah. Joe. No, Good one. The battle. I didn't know that. That's a franchise they could just keep going, I think, if they do it right. Oh, yeah, completely. All right, I'll take it next, if you guys don't mind. The one that I have is going to say, he's one cell of a guy. Everybody needs a hero. Um, Chris oh. Rock. Uh, yeah. yeah, Amoeba Joe or, or yeah, um, oh, Osmosis, Osmosis Jones. Jones. Yeah, oh, Osmosis Jones. Damn. I thought that would be hard for you guys. I said man. Joe. No. Good job. That was a I, good movie. I truly didn't know it was from that, but when these guys were saying it, I'm like, oh yeah. I shouldn't have <laughs> give you a hint. Is it Bill Murray in that too as well? He's like the the live it. action guy who's sick the whole time and yeah, yeah, they're in right. his body. <laughs> I feel like it makes me want to watch that again. Yeah, same. Dude, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Osmosis Jones? Jones. Or Joe. Oh. I said Joe. I fucked up. Uh, (laughs) Mighty Joe Young. That was good. All right. I'll go next, fellas. Uh, Mine is going to be a movie quote. So I'll start it. Could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? Uh, You're out of focus. Is that from Goof Troop or a Goofy movie? A goofy movie. Oh, the fucking Bigfoot. I was trying to think Bigfoot. (laughs) Dave's killing it. Good job. Good job, Dave. Nice, nice. All right. I'm going to roll into this one. Be careful what you wish for. An adventure too weird for words. This is a a tagline, right? Slogan. This is a tagline for a stop motion animated movie. Coraline? There it is. Damn, I had to throw dude. out a random guess, but I Never just thought of how that. it's kind of a weird adventure in that movie. You're cle- cleaning up, son. <laughs> I, I should have. I don't know if I should have thrown out the hint so fast, but you guys are all staring at me. Yeah, I was lost at first, man, trying to dig in my brain. I was thinking uh, Paranorman, if you guys seen that. Oh, no, I've never seen I that. I haven't. One. I was thinking Frank and Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> is Frank and Weenie stop motion? Yeah, I, I believe it is. Nice. All right, Steve, what you got? Tagline uh, or quote? Mine's a tagline, probably pretty easy. A comedy with great taste. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Good job. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> Good job. Right on, right on. All right, guys, just sticking to the animation trail that we're on here. I saw a post, I believe it was on Instagram, where somebody posed the question, which animated cartoon has the best pizza? 
a few of the options on there were all dogs go to heaven and a goofy movie. Both of those are top tier in my opinion. I'd have to go with all dogs go to heaven. I remember being a kid and just watching them eat that pizza and it always looked so fucking delicious. I would go goofy movie, man. I when they're pulling the cheese up it's and just it's like just wrenching off. Yeah. I also will throw in uh Ninja Turtles, man. Their pizza always oh, looks yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Ninja Turtles all the way, man. Yeah, I was gonna go Ninja Turtles, but I do remember the goofy movie, that cheese was just stringy as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. They're like trying to grab it and put it back on top of the pizza. It always um, looks bomb. I hate to, of course, the internet, but this is top animated pizzas ranked. And it says Scooby-Doo, Garfield and Friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Daria, (laughs) Rocco's Modern Life. Okay. Doug. (laughs) The Goofy Movie. Goofy Movie. The best one was All Dogs Go to Heaven. Second Uh, best was The Goofy Movie. Yeah, see, those have to be the tops for sure. Yeah. Those are all good movies and all good pizzas, man, but I'm, I'm sticking with Ninja Turtles. Turtle power. Cowabunga. Heroes <laughs> in a half shell, baby. I will split that pizza with you when we're back on the party bus, baby. Oh, we, we didn't forget the party bus. <laughs> we just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> That's what you call a throwback. Party wagon? Uh, wagon. Party, party wagon. Oh, yeah. party wagon. You guys all forgot it. <laughs> hey. We partied too hard, man. Yeah, we're partying yeah, a little man. too we're hard. Gonna, you can call it whatever you want. As long all as the right. word party's in there, count me in, baby. <laughs> pizza party. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> All right, fellas, good talk. That was uh, Movie Mayhem. But I think on that note, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days, my friends.